What's up, y'all? What it do, baby? Tested from the corner office podcast coming to you again. We back at it again with the white bands. Purr. What's that song? What song? No, that's, that was a that vine. was a lie. Do it for the vine. I ain't gonna. Hey! <laughs> that was a lie. That was a vine. But what's up, y'all? Welcome back. We are here. Right here. So what's up? How you been? What's up? What's okay, up? so let me tell you about my weekend. Please. Trey had his first AU tournament. He did. He did. My baby was so sad because they got their ass <laughs> blown the fuck out. But it was just, the team was really good. And it's so funny because, first of all, he has so much support. And we've really been working really hard. And I've seen all his progress. And I really didn't know how much I love watching him like play and improve mm-hmm. until like I started watching his game. Okay. And what my biggest thing was, my best moment for him was when he was on the court and his coach was like telling him to shoot. Mm-hmm. I think he was telling him to shoot. Yeah. And she was, and he turned around. My baby was working hard, he y'all. Was. He was working, like he was really, like he was communicating. And I'm not saying this because my son, because he was sorry, he's sorry. <laughs> but he's not. You know, like, he's been going really hard for three months, been working with, like, trainers, because, like, he just really wants to do it. And he turned around. I've never seen him like this. He t- She yelled at him. She was just like, Trey, shoot. He was like, I am. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. But he, he felt bad, like, at the end. He doesn't like losing. So we had to, like, kind of, like, pep him up, talk to him. But he was okay. He got to spend time with his like best friends later. So that was really fun for me. I love, love that. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Trey. And then um, the same weekend, we had a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, Bay texted me and was like, send me a reservation. Um, and it's, it was a new restaurant. And what's crazy is the restaurant that we went to, the building, I used to work there. Mm-hmm. It was called Live. It was like a bar. So I was just like, dang, like they transformed the whole thing. It was so nice. Everything it was, was really nice. It was great. Mm-hmm. And so the chef, he came out and he told Travis, he was like, um, he was telling him the stuff that was good. And Travis was like, well, what's somebody nobody's ordered yet? I seen that stuff y'all ordered on IG. I said, hold on. He was like, nobody y'all forgot ordered your child tomahawk. at home. Y'all forgot your child at home. <laughs> they were like, nobody ordered the tomahawk. So he was like, we gonna do a big. And I'm like, oh my God. But it was so good. Everything boss. was good. The service was good. The vibes were good. good. Everything. It was delicious. We were full as fuck. And we usually take leftovers home. We didn't have nothing left to take home. And we didn't even have dessert. Yeah, I really didn't care about We did it. We did it. But it was a good day. We went and got our nails done, our feet done. Good. You know. Shout out to you and your boo. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, lately, I've been kind of on like my journey of just my inner self getting more connected with who I am. Uh, so I've been going to therapy. And it's great. It's awesome. Like, I love it. I love the unbiased opinion. She really asks me those questions that causes you to self reflect. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely feel like I feel like therapy is for everybody, honestly. And you really think that? Sometimes, okay, let me take that back. So, I've talked to people who have gone to therapy and felt like it wasn't, they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have to be in a space and in an and in an instant where you're trying to get to know yourself because it's about yourself 
Like, it's not about nobody but you as far as therapy. So I do think it is for everybody, but you have to be in that space. You have to be in that realm. Yeah. Um, my therapist specifically asks me questions that she, it's like action items, not mm-hmm. homework. I don't like to call it homework. I like to call it action items. Mm-hmm. But it's like questions that make me have to sit and you have to think and you have to tap into your inner self. So it's freaking amazing. While on this journey, I've been working out. Okay. It's been that yes. in two weeks. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. To be honest with you, I feel like I've been inconsistently consistent. If that makes that sense. makes a lot of sense. It makes because I feel sense, like that right? too. Like I might not work yeah. out for a couple weeks, but right. I'm gonna go work out seven days the next, like the third week. So for me, it's like I've told myself I want to work out like five days, like four to five days a week. I've been mm-hmm. doing like three to two, but I've still been working out every week. Yeah, but not as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So I, it's like you know, inconsistently consistent. I think but, too, it's a good de-stressor. Like, yeah, it makes you feel good. Right. Because I mean, even honestly, like. I tell myself, like, my future self wants to, like, would look back at me and be like, dang, good job about going to work out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, and when I went to go get my eyebrows <laughs> at Samita's, shout out to Samita's. Uh, when I was going to get my eyebrows done, there was this lady that was there. And when she was there, she was like, um, you go to the gym? Like, how many times you go to the gym? And I was like, well, I mean, it's been like three to two days, but I'm like down on myself, right? Yeah. And she looks at me, she was like, oh my gosh, you're my gold body weight. And I was like, what? And she was like, you're my gold body weight. She just had like a weight loss surgery. So for her to tell me that, I was like, I thought about myself and I was like, Hillary, you are too hard on yourself. Yeah. Like, bitch, you're doing a good job. That's why I be telling you're myself too. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm literally in, and I told you this, I've, I'm always like, I'm going to fit a small, I'm going to fit a small. Yeah. No, bitch. You're not in a small no more. It's because you're thick. I am getting thick. Like, but it's not a But I also say, thing, like, I've had two kids. Right. I've had two whole human beings. And there's bitches who have zero kids and still don't look as good as me. Right. But you know what? Who cares? What, what your man say about it? He loves shit. Period. <laughs> so, yes. So that's what I've been up to. So okay. that's been good. Cute, cute, cute. So all let's right. Move on to the topics. You want to introduce this? No, we're gonna do affirmations first. Oh yeah. Yeah. You put affirmation right? Oh, it's oh two, yes. two, two, two. You just missed it. It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So we have to introduce the champagne first. What we toast them with? Do you want to introduce it first? What we're you want to introduce it? What we toast them with? Oh, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> so I know last episode we was kind of on a bitch. Right. <laughs> it wasn't even a budget. It like, was real bitches drink that shit. It was it. That's true, because I drink it. Don't going buying Ace of Spades every single time they want to drink champagne. No, you're right. I don't. Like I said, it'd be a Kroger, H-E-B, Felger, Anywho. So we moving on to Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades, baby. Yes. Y'all see the material. Do it, big D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we got Ace of Spades that we're sharing soon today, so <clears throat> let's get. So I chose an affirmation. Um, so the affirmation today is going to be, I allow myself to feel. I allow myself to feel, so that I can heal. That is so good for this, right? Okay, come that was on. perfect. Cheers. That was perfect. I allow myself to feel so, so that, that I can, can heal. heal. Yeah. 
So we have different glasses. Yes, we do. We do. What is this so in honor of this episode, since it's gonna be a little deep, um, these glasses. They say sipping with survivors. Um, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Oh, so October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is really important to the both of us because we are both survivors of domestic violence. Um, so I take it really, really serious, so serious that I started a nonprofit organization. Um, these glasses are actually from my last event that I had. Um, I just brought women together. I had a panel of women that just shared their story. It was actually how much it um, impacts you. So it was a mom and her two daughters, and both her daughters and the mom went through domestic violence. So it was really, really beautiful. A lot of tears were shed. It was wonderful. So I had these left over, and I was like, let's just switch it up a little bit. Yeah. So um, this is what this um, episode is about. So Very with that being so said. On brand. Right? I wish I really had more time to like pour into it, but I feel like everything that I'm doing now is setting me up to do what I need to do for that. So do you want to tell yours first? So I'll, okay. So my first initial experience with it, right? Um, I actually spent the night at his house. Uh, I didn't have my car, nothing. Like he came, to pick, he came to pick me up because he had a show. He was, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he did it professionally, like his sport. He did it professionally and uh, he took me to it. So then we went to his house after, and he was just gonna drop me off in the morning. Um, but what happened was I woke up, um, he was like, come on, let's go. Like, he's the one that woke me up. He took me to the back, so like, to give you kind of like a setup, like it's his house, and then he has an arena in the backyard. Like, he, it's like he's on acres. And um, he, put, he gets me in the car, so we're in his truck, and he's like charging me up about some dude. And I'm confused at this point in time because I'm like, what you talking about some dude? Because at this point in time, I am with child. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm in this, like, this is your kid. Like we, you know what I'm saying? Like we went to the first initial appointment, everything. And he just starts to get irate. And um, like, he gets out the car. He was like, no, nah, like, tell me about some dude. I don't even know where he got it from. He comes around to my, my side. I lock the car door. He has the key, so he unlocks it, and he literally pulls me, like pulls me out, or whatever. So when he pulls me out, he's like, "You think I'm like effing playing with you? Like, you know, just belittling me, you know?" And while he's like saying that, he's like, "Girl, he's like, I will kill you. You know, I like while you asleep, like I, I dig the hole like in my backyard, like for your body. Yeah, like he was saying all that shit to me, and I'm like, "What are you talking about, like?" I'm literally, like, pregnant with your child. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not talking to nobody. How long were y'all talking before this happened? Before this happened, it was probably, like, a few months. Probably, like, six, five months before this happened. So, like, it was new, you know? So, I was just kind of like, what? And I was just so taken aback. Then he starts to, like, he chokes me, puts me up, like, in a chokehold. And he starts, like, punching me in my stomach. Uh, after that, like, he starts, like, uh, just hitting me. And I'm kind of like, what is going on? Like, and my first initial thought when this is happening is, like, this can't be happening to me. Like, and then on top of that, too, 
I'm more so like, let me not do anything because I know at that point it sounded like my motherly instinct kind of like kicked it because mm-hmm. it was like, I don't want nothing to happen to my baby, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I'm just trying to de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. because I don't want to escalate it. Mm-hmm. And there have been times before where we have argued and I kind of was like, you want to go there? I'll go there. Mm-hmm. But this time I, did, I didn't want to go there. And so I was just like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So was he, he shown to be like aggressive like when y'all were getting into it before? He was, he was, but I just kind of like ignored it. And even then, like he also had another kid. So when he would tell me stories about him and his baby moms and how like he would always call her crazy. And I'm kind of like, how is she like always crazy? Like it has to be something, Mm -hmm. you know? But since like that, I just kind of left it alone. It's like all these red flags is like popping up and I'm just leaving it alone. Next thing you know, after that, he uh, he then, I'm like trying to go to the front of the house, right? There's neighbors and stuff like that. So he gets in his truck and he's trying to run me over, right? So I'm like running and I'm running and I see his neighbor. And I'm like, call the police, please call the police. Like he's trying, to kill, he's trying to kill me. And he, it's like an F to be like coming full charge at you. And I'm like running, like I had on sandals, my sandals gone, like shit just everywhere. I had my phone in my hand and I remember like, cause I have favorites and my mom is the first name at the top, right? Yeah. I just clicked with my mom and I like had on a speaker and I'm still running. The neighbor goes inside the house. Don't even like do nothing, right? Goes inside the house. So like I'm a speaker. And I said, Ma, hey, Ma, like, he's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. Then all of a sudden, like, he's like, get your ass in the car. Like, da 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 Like, and so he pulls me into the car. So I'm in the car. My mom's still on the phone. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to hang up, but she didn't hang up. And so he on the driver's side. And when he on the driver's side, like, all of a sudden, you hear my mom say, like, because it's quiet in the car. Then all of a sudden, you hear my mom say, Hillary, where are you? And then he just gets like outraged. Like he was just like, who the fuck did you call? Like who the fuck is on the phone? Da, da, da. And I was like, what are you talking about? So we wrestling for the phone. He throw my phone out. He smashed like mm. just no way of communication mm. after that. So I'm like, fuck, like I'm stuck here. But me forgetting that I share my location with my mom. Yeah. So she got my location. So like, he was like, uh, he was like, who the fuck did you call? I had like a whole scar. He bit me. Like he, uh, after like he strangled me and stuff like that. So I had like marks all on my neck, like all this shit. So after, uh, after that happened and he realized that my mom was like on the way, like he pulls me into the house and he put me in the house. The neighbor actually calls his dad and then his dad calls him because they're at church and stuff. So his dad calls him and he's like, what's going on? Like everything okay over there? He's like, yeah, man, this bitch just crazy. Like she's just stupid. Like da 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 da. Yeah. So then he comes back, he's like, so what, so what's up, Hillary? Like, what's up? And I was like, what you mean? And he was just like. Like nothing ever happened. Right. He was just like, so you want to be with me or not? He was like, you know what? Like, and we in the living room at the time. Then he takes me to his room and he starts putting towels all on the bed. And he starts putting towels like on the floor. And then he go gets a gun and he's like, so what's up? You want to be with me or you don't? And I was like, what you mean? He was like, you want to be with me or you don't? And I thought, and I just like thought to God and I prayed to God and I was just like, 
just tell everybody that I love them. And I just looked at him and I was just like, bro, I can't be with you. I can't be with somebody who do this to me. And at that point in time, like I really thought he was about to shoot me. Yeah. But I feel like the only reason why he didn't is because he knew I called my mom and my mom was on my way to get me. So like, he tells me, he's like, you know what? All right, cool. And like, he goes, he gets his son's phone and then he tells me to call my mom and then ask, like, ask where she's at. And then she's telling me where she's at and he's telling me the directions for her to go. And like, I'm telling her and she's like, okay, okay. But she told me, she was just like, I didn't follow those directions. I'm following what it says on here yeah. to get to you. Yeah. So she brought my older sister, or she brought my older sister with her. Like they finally came and like he rang the doorbell. Like, and so like, I think I had some Ulta setting spray in his car that we had got like earlier. And I was walking to my mom's car and he was like, come here, like, he would come here, like he got something like in the car. And I was like, okay. So I went to go get it, and then I got in the car, and I didn't say shit. And my sister was like, he's controlling. She was like, it look, it seems as if, like, you know, he had to tell you to come get this setting spray. You could have left without that setting spray. Yeah, for, like, the last, like. Right, you know? And so, like, I was just so embarrassed. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? For your mom. To right, like for my mom there. and my sister to be there. Yeah. So it was just, like, really fucking hard. Because, like, at that moment in time, like, I really thought, like, it was over for me. You know, so those that was like my first initial encounter, and that was my first thought. Like, I didn't want to. I wanted to de-escalate the situation. I didn't want to bring any light to make him even more mad to like attack me. I'm like, we would try to plan something. She'd be like, oh, I'm with so and so, and I'll be like, okay, cool. And then like after it was all over, then she told me like, this is what happened, and. It was like, how did I not know? How did I not know? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And that like really, really, really fucked me up. I was like, why would you tell me? You know? But I know you were just like, I know you you were like, I'm sorry, like I didn't tell you. You didn't have to like tell me. Because when I went through it, I didn't tell anybody. It was literally everybody having to see that I was going through it. So, but it's just crazy because I feel like your whole experience is literally the same exact experience, just in like a different setting. Mm -hmm. But as far as the controlling part, as far as like, you know, family getting involved, as far as being like embarrassed, that was like my initial like reaction, the whole destroying the phone. It was insane. It was like that cut off from the world. It was a cutoff for the world. It's just like, like, how am I in this fucking space? You know? So initially when mine happened, I was, how old were you when yours happened? I was like 25. 25. Yeah, 25. 25. Um, I was 18. I just, we just graduated, almost graduated. We were graduating. Um, and we had went to his mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to his mom's house and we were just chilling at first and then I was on my phone and I I think at the moment he did not have a phone and then um, he asked me to use my phone and I was this is when my space was hot I got I was on my space so I was just like like no like I'm using it right now and 
I think he had heard that I was like talking to somebody else or something, mm -hmm. which maybe I was. I don't remember. Like right. I was 18. So he takes my phone and like he stands over me. Mind you, he is like 6'4". 6'4", 6'3", very tall. I'm only 5'4". So I'm sitting on the couch. He's like standing up and he was like, I'll slap the shit out of you right now. We, we were together for a year before. Like before. nothing ever happened, mm -hmm. you know? And then in my head, I'm like, he's not, he ain't gonna hit me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, like I'm me. Like, right, right. Yeah. Right. He literally like gets up and it's like, he drags his right hand back he slaps me with his left hand. So I'm looking at this hand, but the other hand hits me. And it's like, you, I felt all five fingers on my face. And it was so loud, sitting on the couch. And all I remember hearing is like my ears ringing. And in my head, like, I get up, like I'm about to do something. Like in my head, I'm just like, go get a knife, stab this nigga. Right. But like, I don't. I like just, I'm in shock. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And it was so loud that his mom was there. His mom came out the room. And she was like, what was that sound? And he's like, nothing, like, don't worry about it. We were taking her to the doctor. So at this point, he still has my phone. He like, we're in, we go outside. He's like, get in the back seat. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know how I even, I was in the back seat by myself. And like, in my head, I'm just like, what the fuck, what the fuck? Like, please take me home, please take me home. So we drop his mom after the doctor, and then I'm telling him, like, give him my phone, and he's just like, no. He's like, who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna call? He's like, I'll call them for you. And at this point, my mom had moved to Houston already, so I was staying with one of my close friends, Brittany, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know who to fucking call. So we, at the doctor, he still has my phone, and I'm like, trying to figure out, like, what I'm gonna do. And then we drop his mom back off at home. I'm still in the back seat, and then he's like, I gotta go pick my sister up. And I'm like, why is why isn't he taking me home? Like, did he not just understand what he just did? Right. So we go get his sister. His sister like looks back at me and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And he throws my phone out the window while we're driving, taking his sister to work. Yeah. And I'm that's when I start like falling, crying. I'm like, I don't know how to call. I, I don't have anybody to call. Like, I'm if something happens to me, right. how am I gonna contact my mom? I don't even think I was working at this point. Everything that I had, I depended on him. So like every single like, all the money that I got, where I was staying, everything was like dependent on him. And I'm 18, you know? Because he sold me this dream, like, oh, we're gonna go to college together, we're gonna get married, like all this stuff. So I'm like, okay. And his sister's like, y'all are crazy, like not knowing the dynamic of what just happened. Mm -hmm. So then we pull over after we drop his sister off and he pulls up to McDonald's and I'm still like hysterical. And he, like, turns around, he, like, telling me, shut the fuck up, like, stop crying. Pulls over, he opens the back, and he just, like, starts stealing off on me in the back, because I don't shut up. He's just, like, I don't know. I just remember him just hitting the fuck out of me in the backseat of the car. And I'm, like, trying to, like, hurry up and run. He, like, grabs me and, like, drags me back to the car. And then... Instead of like taking me home again, he takes me to his house. He was adopted, right? He's a foster kid. So takes me to his house and I'm like downstairs and I'm like trying to figure out how I don't know how to call anybody to get home. I don't have my phone. He's like upstairs for like 30 minutes. And then he comes back downstairs, has like a paper 
wrote a whole apology. He's like crying while he's writing the apologies. He's like, I'm sorry, I've never done this before. Y'all know like what got into me, like I'll never do this to you again. Like and he's just like, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you want me to do. And I'm like, take me home, like take me home. I'm like crying, I'm like, just please take me home. Take me home, take me home, take me home, take me home. I was, it's like he held me hostage, like, right. for hours. Mm -hmm. It felt, like, so long. And I pulled up to the house, and on the way going home, he asked me if I'm hungry, bro. And I, my response is, like, I guess. Right. Like, I don't fucking know. Right. So we stop, he gets me something to eat, and then he's like, you're never going to talk to me again, right? I'm, like, I'm not an adult. So my thing is, like, I don't. It was just, it was insane. So I go inside, um, my friend at the house, she's like, what happened? Call my other friend. She's like, he did what? He did what? And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't, maybe I didn't talk to him for like two days. But then like, I went back to him. And I don't even know what my thought process was. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, I don't know if it was, if I felt like it was my fault at that moment. I think once we got deeper into it and it started started becoming a pattern, I was just like, this is not it. So it initially happened my senior year. We went off to college. Happened so much when we were gone, like away from college. I didn't have any resources, nothing. Happened while we were there. We came home for Christmas break. Happened during Christmas break. And I happened to move with um, my spiritual grandmother. And she really like was like, baby, I don't know what's going on, but your spirit's not right. Mm -hmm. I was fucked up. Like I was going out every single day. We were doing drugs. I honestly can't even tell you what drugs we did. When I tell you we went out, I remember looking back, I was I went out seven days. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Fucked up, drunk, don't remember nothing. Just in the club. That's what I was going through. And I would like ignore him, things like that. Mm -hmm. But like the experience was just insane. Mm -hmm. But like, just like how you say, pulled a gun like to your head. We were at school and I think somebody had told him that I went back home on break and I had talked to one of my exes. I messed with him, whatever. Cause I wanted to get out of it. Like, that's why I think I wasn't in it for so long because I know there's women who stay in there for years. Mm -hmm. I think that spat was like eight, eight months that I went through it. But I went back home. I think I messed with my ex. Somebody had told him, I'm in the shower. This man grabs me out the shower and like throws me on the bed. And like he starts yelling at me, yelling at me. He's just like, you fucked on so blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That he like dragged into the living room. And he has a sister on the phone. His sister's like screaming, screaming, and he's so like livid, like crazy, like breaking shit, grabbing all my shit. He literally grabbed all my stuff out the house and threw it outside. So I'm like sitting against the wall, like cradled up. And like once again, he just starts like hitting me, hitting me. And then he goes to get his gun from his car, comes back from his car, and he like pulls the gun to my head. And while the gun is at my head, his fucking sister's on the phone. She's like, if anything happens to my brother, I'm gonna kill you. 
And I'm like, if anything happens to your brother, what are you talking about? I'm here. Like, this nigga's literally about to blow my fucking brains out. And you talking about, I'm going to kill you? No, he going to kill me first. And I don't know. I just closed my eyes. And I I was just like praying to God. Like, I was like, my mom is going to have to, like, bury her child. Like, me. She's going to have to bury me. And I hear it click, but I don't think he had any bullets in there. I honestly don't think he had any. So then he like leaves and I'm like knocking on the neighbor's house. It was like this one like young couple that preferred this black couple. And she was like, if you need anything to come, I'm like banging on the door, banging on the door. They weren't home. I go across the yard and I'm like banging on the door. They let me in. Then I call my friend. They come and get me. I'm like on campus. It was a big thing. Like I was in the police station. They're asking me like what's going on. What's crazy is I was at the police station. I still never told them what happened. I never hit him back. Never in a bed. And we've had multiple encounters. Never. He dragged me up the stairs one time and, like, took my head and put a hole in the wall with my head over some shit I caught him about. Over his, somebody he messed with called me and was like, this happened. And I tried to up about it. And he's like, you got me fucked up. And my fr- I remember she's, like, screaming. She's like, what are you doing? What are you-? His brothers were there. Everybody saw it. Nobody stopped him. It was tough. It is a tough. And I had nothing. Nothing. No job. No money. Counted on him. Everything. And I just really just thank God, like, for bringing me out. Because I could have been on a whole other side. You know what I mean? I'm sure. So, how many women do you feel like go through domestic violence? So when I was doing my research Mm -hmm. on the situation, especially because I initially started the foundation when COVID hit, right? Mm -hmm. And the number of domestic violence um, rose by 40%. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one out of every three women. So there's five of us in this room. Mm -hmm. We could put you on the page. You, me, on the page, me. You know? So it happens more often in... What I learned about being in the uh, hospitality industry happens a lot. It is a lot. So much. So I know so many girls. People have told me I've been out working. I've had people come up to me like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm so glad you're doing this. I don't know what to do. Right. Um, I've had. Like, I just know people that I talk to on a regular that I feel like they smile in my face, but I know you went through this. So my question, my next question would be, you know, how people come up to you, people in the industry saying, so if they're asking for help, like, when do you know when to ask for help? Like, how do you ask for help? I... Did you ask for help in your situation? Because for me, I personally, I don't think I asked for help. You know what it was? It was really... I confided in my cousin and she helped me. Like, and then I confided in you and another friend of mine that I knew went through. I don't think I asked her. You didn't ask her? You know how I fight through a lot of shit by myself. Yeah. I fought through that whole thing. The entire thing by myself. I didn't have any money. Because he made me feel so isolated. Mm-hmm. Like, he would tell me, like, your mom doesn't love me, your dad doesn't love me. 
how do you feel like you got through it? I got through it with the people that I had around me. If it wasn't for family and friends, I wouldn't have been able to get through it. So, what about you? God. Like, pray, pray. I was just like, I, and people don't know, like, understand, like, I'm very spiritual. Like, my mom, like, my mom was pastor, dad was pastor, grandpa was pastor. So even when I look back, it's just like, how, how did I get here? But if it wasn't for God and his grace, I don't think I would be here. Like, if I didn't believe he was real, and, like, God is real, bro. Like, amen. And that's why people be like, why I celebrate my birthday so much? Because it's like, I didn't think I was going to be here. Yeah. I was supposed to be, like, gone, like, dead. Like, I wouldn't have any kids. I wouldn't be experiencing, like, the bliss that I experienced. And it's crazy because, like, even when I go home, I don't even tell people I'm at home. Just in fear of, like, him, like, coming and, like, hurting me. Nobody's ever hurt me like that. I've never been through like anything like that in my life. So it's just like, I just really just thank God for just having favor over my life and really just having my own strong mind. Like it was so bad. Like even at school, he would come to every single one of my classes, post up to make sure I was going straight from class, going home, never talked to anybody. My first year of college was trash because he controlled everything. And now that I look back, and I'm just like, I don't wish that on anyone. And I'm thankful for the women that do get through it. Every single woman should be able to tell their story, but so many women are not, are not able to. Are not able to. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, my foundation is so important to me because, like, I don't care. You could talk. To, I've had girls come up to me in the club and be like, I'm going through this. And I'm just like, I'll stop everything. It doesn't matter. You need me to pull up, I'll pull up. I resources for therapy, like, now I've built, built my network. I've had women, like, saying, I'm finally ready to get out of my marriage to this abusive man. And I'm just like, I'm only, you know, 31. I went through it at 18. And really, I just want to know, like, what was that, like, your last draw? Like, you never dealt with him after that? I never dealt with him after that because, like I said, like, shout out to my cousin Radisha. Um, when I told her about it, like after I told you about it, it just wasn't sitting right in her spirit. And she told her dad mm -hmm. and her dad actually called me and he was like, called my mom and he would, cause at this point in time, I don't have my dad in my life. My mm -hmm. dad passed away. So like I needed kind of that figure, you know? Yeah. So like he stepped in, called my mom and was like, nah, like, this is how we gonna go about it. We gonna go about it through the legal way. And my thing is like, I know he's not a bad guy, you know? But he is. Like, as far as like, but you thought you thought you could do do it with this one. Yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah. You know, like the wrong way. And you over here talking about this was your first time, it couldn't have been. Because you went too deep too fast. But my thing is, you know what? He actually, the bank, Got, got him, locked him up, right, for that, because the DA was able to pick up the case, because what it was, was he came to me, and I started, like, being, like, you know, the victim, I was texting him, I was like, how could you do that to me, da 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 da, -da. but I was really setting him up for the fate, 
and you fell for it. I remember so, you told me you felt bad about that. I did. Yeah. I really did. When I told you, don't you dare fuck yourself. Right. Bad. I felt bad because I was like, I don't want to ruin his life. I wish I could have ruined his life. So, like, he's admitted all his guilt through text messages. Yeah. The DH picked it up like that. And in Texas, they're yeah. going to pick it up like yeah. that, regardless if you still want to drop it or not. They're going to pick it up. Yeah. So they picked it up, and he still got locked up for it. His dad called me. I was at work. His dad called me, and he was like, how, like, you you talk about you didn't know, like, why my son was going to jail, like, but you do know. Like, you did this, da 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 blaming me. And I was like, he's the one that put his hands on me. It's something that could have been taught, so it was a learned behavior. So I'm sure you did this to in front of him. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to live with this too. Mm-hmm. And I hung up the phone. And ever since, like, no, I haven't dealt with him. But you know what the even more scarier part is? Mm-hmm. It's in Houston. Like, Houston is so big and so small. Mm-hmm. And I have not ran into him since, and I don't want to. I don't even know what my first thought or anything. I don't know how I would re- react to even seeing him. I don't even know how I would react with you. I would probably be like, let's leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't learn anything else from me, what would you say? If you don't learn anything else from me, learn to get help, and it is not too late. You can get out of any situation that you want to, but you do need a team. You do need, like, somebody that's willing to help you this shit is real and people that you don't even think are going through it are going through it and when you do go through it don't ever ask that question why does she stay i think that's the hardest question for me to answer because i'm strong as fuck but you don't know what your weak mechanisms are he broke down every single mechanism and I just look back, I'm just so thankful that I was able to get out and share my story. Okay. Because there's so many women who don't make it out. We're here. We're here. We're here.